0: what's up world you are now listening to the bunt the people's podcast brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding vans off the wall since 1960 motherfucking six.
1: Oh, say can you skate
0: <laughs> drop that bitch week caswell came through and absolutely shut down studio e one of my favorite interviews of all time but you know what don't stop over here at the bunt the show must go on and we got another barn burner episode for y'all i'm d jones i got the ghost with me as always the most trustworthy man in the building ants one behind the scenes it's a cool ting cool thing. Yeah. ghost tell these people what they're in for this week yeah we got a special special talented motherfucker
2: in the building who goes by the name of evan smith you know the name switch front three heels kickflip wall rides you name it he can do it eggplants whatever the fuck tranny shit he was talking about <laughs> 720 body jars or something yo legend in the game yo it's an honor to have evan smith then we taking y'all straight to the post office and wrapping it up with the rundown
0: A little free agency frenzy in the rundown you feel me but oh man this is a huge motherfucking week like we said it is july 3rd check your calendars at 7 p.m the world is about to change forever baby <laughs> yo at 7
2: p.m est you know the clothing's going live you know what to do get your ass to the buntlive.com and secure yourself some gear we don't want to be receiving all those dms about oh my my size got sold out
0: yo We've been warning, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. Eh? This is the third week we've told y'all, and I would suggest grabbing one of those hoodies real quick. they going to fly off the shelves.
2: Embroidered bunt? <laughs> yeah, I do up there. <laughs>
0: and not only are the clothes dropping, but we got a brand new website, one of the cleanest websites in the world. <laughs> y'all know what it is. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live. Like us on Facebook at The Bunt keep sending them emails into thebuntlive at gmail.com and now that we got a brand new website you can listen to every old episode we've ever had head over there man thebuntlive.com ain't nothing to be played with and you can record voice notes through the website
2: straight to our email yo shit's about to pop in the post office
0: man the website is the real deal these days say you know what time it is it's shout out of the week baby what do you see that made you look twice
2: Reggie, you know I got to go with Welcome Skateboards, Seance, Barn Burner, start to finish. The big homie, what's his name? Your boy? My boy. Yeah. Ryan Townley. Ryan Townley sparks it off with an absolute beast of a part. Big pop, you know what I'm saying? Rails gaps you name it he's got it yeah yo my girl nora of course holding it down i was hyped i witnessed one of her clips too making it pop in a ditch did you make
0: it in the vid nah Uh.
2: i fell on the switch tray after he was like oh that was your chance to get in the credits and then yo our boy another bunt alumni ryan lay
0: yo that man does not stop man
2: reggie any video with ryan lay you know it's it's about this snap the whole thing was a, a joy to watch no titles super cool and major major shout out to our boy richie valdez the welcome team manager who filmed and edited the whole thing that was a pleasure to watch and got me hyped to skate ryan lay gap to nose one pop out a fucking beast
0: hevs. big shouts to welcome and big shouts to richie and my random shout out of the week i'm probably speaking for both of us here but spenny making big moves in the skate game sliding over to the all-star team that is primitive skateboards congratulations big dog big tanks man we had him on the show a few years back
2: he's literally been without a a solid board sponsor for years and uh, couldn't be happier for him fun fact me and six were in his whip driving to yoga when p-rod called them to confirm that he's on the team it was a funny and epic moment on speakerphone hey it's paul rodriguez welcome to the team wow um but yeah congrats penny enough love
0: p-rod man what a legend dog we got him again
2: teamed up with fucking wade again man it was dope when they obviously came up in ottawa together but then they were ko boys for years for years and now they're gonna be traveling the world together again
0: damn back on road together from Ottawa to wherever the hell Primitive's gonna send him next. (laughs) You never know where that is. So like we said, we got Evan Smith in the building. The man can basically do it all. Built for king of the road. He's just down. If you ever need a yes man, Evan Smith will qualify for that. Reggie, let me hop over to the fridge. (laughs) Yo,
2: and you know what's really good? We got green cans, but steam whistle is expanding. We got blue cans now pale ale life reggie my beer guts about to pop through the roof canada's premium pilsner steam whistle the only buzz
0: all right y'all we got evan smith in the building My man, what's good? Everything's good, my friends. (laughs) I just want to say thank you guys
3: for having me on the show, and I'm super, super stoked to be here.
0: Well, we're happy to have you, man. Fuck it. We start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment.
3: Ooh, probably favorite skate moment. (laughs) There's so many good ones out there. Uh, One that pops in my head is John Cardiel's 50-50 down the massive gold rail in San Francisco. yeah. That is just an yeah. all-time skateboard clip, and mm-hmm. it's, it was just like groundbreaking for my generation who was right underneath them. Just taking mm-hmm. that shit to the next level, people like John Cardiel and his mind and his inspiration is so engulfed in skateboarding, and, yeah. and it really, really made me appreciate what we do, and yeah, that paved the way for us. Um, favorite moment in sports. Uh, I'm not the biggest sports guy, but I don't know if mot- motocross is like a sport, right? Oh yeah. This guy dropped it on a goddamn fucking wave with his motorcycle. Shot by Blayback, sponsored by DC Shoes. <laughs> fucking insane. What do you mean
2: a wave? He I took
3: don't get it. A, he took a ski and he mounted it to the bottom of his bike so that he could his name slipping in my mind right now which is a, such a lame thing for me but he put a sled on the bottom of his motorcycle and he drives it off of uh off of like a jet ski into the water and then he throttles it and then it propels him across the water like one of those like bascalist lizards that oh. run across the water it was insane and then he that is and then he just towed himself up into one of those massive waves. I don't know if it was Maverick Maverick or Mm -hmm. what it might have been, like Pipeline or, I don't know, some famous break. And he rode out the entire wave and survived with a motorcycle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I got to peep that, yo. That that was a first for us, man. Dude, I'm ball. Usually we get classic hockey, football, baseball, basketball, sometimes even soccer, but a motorbike riding a wave, man. (laughs) to insanity no back to back to
2: cardio for two seconds i just watched sight unseen start to finish the oh. other day and i forgot how they edit it that 50 just goes by one time no slow-mo one angle yeah and it's- then the blunt slides actually the last trick yeah and then that gets the slow-mo like played twice but the 50 almost just like sneaks by you're just like whoa what the fuck
3: what an epic video man that shit was just yeah. all time
2: no man. doubt shout out trans for my sight unseen t is that why you Cali. watched it again yeah i just
0: wanted to watch <laughs> like i've, I've obviously <laughs> he watched went to like trans world park and he got some he got a box obviously <laughs> and uh, he yeah. got a sight unseen shirt so i got I, a sight I, I knew that well, was I just the reason you watched it i again. hadn't
2: watched it start to finish like obviously you'll watch yeah. like cardial or tosh or whatever or but Heath, just like youtube yeah just the part mm-hmm. but yes yeah, it's, it's on there it's on youtube start to finish it's still oh. blessed as fuck
3: mm-hmm. insane best video man uh what, how you guys feel about transworld not uh printing mags anymore i know this news is kind of new it's shocking for a lot of people
0: you and asking us the questions
3: yeah i'm asking you guys <laughs> the questions what do you guys think i mean like obviously it's crazy you know, man like, it's sad you know, if, if
0: you're saying like you were coming up in the sight unseen era Same as us, and those magazines were thick as hell, man. Yeah. Hundreds of pages when we were kids, you know? Yeah. And you had to have them all, stack them all up, every issue, and just pulling pages
2: out, putting them on your wall.
0: Yeah. Dude, I know, like,
3: we're down to, like, a couple last mags. You know, I know Thrasher's the ruling magazine. Mm -hmm. The Bible will never die, no matter what. No. But there's a couple European mags out there, and we got
0: one up here, too, but it's just fucking. It's a dying breed, man. It's sad. Yeah,
3: print. It's a digital age. Technology's taking off.
0: Look yeah. at us now, man. We're talking on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: We don't even have to be in I the like same place. I like it, though. Yeah.
2: People are still trying to hold it down and do, like, zines and shit like that. That's dope. Print will never fully die. Shout out, medium skate Meg.
1: Yeah. Hell
3: yeah.
2: So, Evan, where'd you come up, and how'd you get into skating?
3: I came up, uh, I was living in Florida. Yeah, I uh, got a board from Ross. It was like a crusty Walmart board, you know, like that caliber. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I got it from Ross, and it said Ross on the bottom of it. <laughs> and I just was, like, pushing around, whatever. I had a couple friends in the neighborhood. And then um, one day, my board went down the gutter, and I, lo- <laughs> I lost it for, like, ever. And uh, my uncle used to tour as a, as a professional. His name is Mike Speranza he won Christmas he gave me and my cousin a skateboard we went out in the driveway and uh, we were trying to do some tricks or just ride or something my cousin fell and like slammed his elbow and like I don't know went back inside started reading I stayed out <laughs> I stayed out in the driveway and skated for the rest of the night until they kicked till they told me to come back in for dinner and uh, he turned out to be be a lawyer and i turned out to be a professional
0: skater <laughs> just like yeah. insane a fork in the road for both of you guys
3: yeah and, i mean my uncle mike he had a lot of stuff coming through and um yeah he he had a lot of friends and they were vert skaters so it was like jesse fritch and then like just like young dudes coming up and i don't know they all rolled by the house one day and they were, get they showed me how to 180 out front of the house and like we were just like I don't know. They were doing, they were doing like one eighties, and they're like, "No, nah, you gotta learn how to ollie first. You can't one eighty. Like, what are you doing?" Like, and we just went out in the backyard and started catching lizards and, you know, Florida style. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait,
2: you learned how to one eighty before ollie? <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, pretty much. I couldn't really do the ollie thing, but like, one eighties, are just kind of made sense. I don't know, because I saw them do it. I'm a visual learner, so I was like watching them do one eighties, and then figured out how they kind of like scooped it or whatever damn yeah that's
2: that's why you can do every fucking trick yeah you just watch it a couple times and it's on Dude, it's
3: <laughs> done? not even true i can't do every trick man like there's <laughs> so many skateboard tricks that i'm still like so eager to learn eggplants <laughs> frontside inverts 540 body jars like there is a list out that's, there
0: that's similar to Safe's list too for <laughs> Yeah, 540 body jar. <laughs> Hell
2: yeah. <laughs> got that one tomorrow.
0: So, with every skater, it, it's got to start somewhere. So, what was your first big break in the skate industry?
3: Crazy story, dude. I'm so glad you asked, man. Uh, skating around in Florida, doing my thing for like, I don't know, 15. 14, for like, I was 14 years old. So, I've, I've been skating for like five years or four years or something like that. And one day I get a call from Danny Montoya. And I'm what? Like, yeah, and I'm, like, at my local park, and he threw, because I was on D.C. Flow and getting flowed with Listen and Skateboards, um, but just, like, barely, like, didn't even know those guys, didn't even, like, know anything. And this was, like, my big break, you know? They were like, hey, you want to come on this tour? It was an East Coast tour from, like, New York all the way down to Atlanta or something like that, and, um... I asked my mom, I was like, hey, can I, can I drop out of school? I want to go on this tour. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> and so I was like, I was like, yeah. And she's like, all right, hang on. Let me call your uncle. And let me like, let me ask, let me ask him. <laughs> and um, my uncle was super supportive. And they both let me drop out of school. Called Danny back, jumped on the tour. And then, oh, yeah. I mean, that was the beginning of any skateboarding I had ever seen, any skateboard culture, any family. Oh. Like, yeah, I went through some rough stuff. And... I don't know, skateboarders provided a wing and a place for me as a kid, you know? They were like, here, come, try this. Don't wear shorts, take your black socks off and put white ones on. <laughs> that was the classic <laughs> felpers. you know? Like, no, you yeah. can't wear black shoes and black socks. Like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, put a shoelace belt on and you'll be good. <laughs> like, it was just insane, like, how the skateboard culture is and not knowing anything about it. Took the tour and whatever had the best time ever. They invited me on another one, and um, now I'm living out here in Long Beach because of Danny Montoya. <laughs> you know what I mean? it's like,
2: That's so dope.
3: Yeah. I mean, this will only be like a, f- a five-month venture here in Long Beach, but um, at least I got to stop through and like really feel the vibe. Listen Skateboards was around for a long time, and then from there, uh, Nick Garcia hit me up, and then... We kind of, like, started this new wave at Element, which is, like, a whole new thing. Like, didn't even mm-hmm. know what was, what was going to happen, what was up with that. Hit up Kingman, Cole Matthews, and Nick Garcia, Julian Davidson. And we just kind of, like, created this, like, thing. And, like, got a lot of love for Bam Margera, obviously. Out of his mind, fucking insane yeah. guy <laughs> from the East Coast. Yeah. But he had this era at Skate in uh, Element, and that kind of moved out, and then here was this new wave of guys like coming in to try some mm-hmm. new shit and uh, yeah we created that family it was just like next level and that's kind of taken me where i am today
2: i feel like yeah Nijah was probably like the only dude who was still on from like that previous wave
1: yeah
3: yeah he ended up getting off and then back on
2: right 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 and i think him and True. his father
3: started like i and i what's that
2: called again i and i yeah. i and
3: i yeah yeah. He started yeah. I and I and then yeah, he got back on Element and did that he was already on when I got on. And I jumped on trips and it was like Chad Tintin, Levi Brown, like
0: Yeah. That's that <laughs> Long
3: Beach family that's like right next to the yeah. list skateboards, Danny Montoya, Rob Gonzalez, you know.
2: So you mentioned you were on D C flow back then. You've been rocking with D C for a hot minute. Yep. You've been on through multiple eras, including the, like, Super Team, Chris Cole, Mike Moe thing. Yeah. And now kind of back to the Raw Streets, East Coast vibe. Skating plazas and shit. What's it been like being on DC through all these transitions and how you liking it now?
3: Dude, it's crazy, man. Fucking love DC shoes. Everything that we've had going on over the years has been, like, kind of derived from the root of their company. When it was, like, Howard and, like... Mike Carroll, and, like, just, like, this, that was the super team. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, they're trying, they're still trying to recreate that shit, (laughs) even on these demos we're doing nowadays. And, like, I don't know, the history and the heritage of DC Shoes just goes so far back, you know? I grew up watching the DC video, you know? That was the first time I had ever seen Greg Myers skate. And, like, you know, it's just, like, crazy, like, And you're right, I've seen all these eras. I was even flowed back then when that came out. And um, then Skateboarding is Forever came about. And I don't know, was it Mike Moe was on? Like There's just like (laughs) Mikey Taylor, Chris Cole. Mm -hmm. And now that's kind of like they've moved into this like kind of legend status. And now it's like me, Wes, T-Funk, Tiago Limos. And it's just like... This just, is just cool, like street vibe. We're, we're never gonna like leave the vibe of the streets behind you know, or leave the heritage of DC behind. I know everything is moving in like these hipper ways and stuff like that, but there's a route to everything, and I believe DC's got a lot of really cool stuff in the works for the next couple years. Um, I'm excited for you guys to see it. Some cool shit. We're wor- working on a video, I'm actually going on a trip on Thursday to uh, to go to new york to meet up with all the homies from dc and we're gonna f- keep filming for this video
2: hell yeah yeah last couple dc videos have been straight banging mm-hmm. that yeah. one with i don't know if everyone's like you mentioned all the main dudes on but it had so many like homies like gab from montreal had a trick i think yeah fucking uh charles will marsh and shit yeah loving the vibe these days man
0: heavy east coast vibe man shanahan yeah bianco's in there yeah yep. a Those black homie wild, with the crazy man. nolly flip pop
3: oh my god yeah dude. what's his name <sighs> i forgot i slipped my mind right now but um uh, dude yeah it's just crazy like they're holding on to it in such a nice way and they're letting people like me just some fucking kid from florida like rise up in this company mm-hmm. and and uh they let me do a shoe and that went fucking amazing and It's just, like, such a cool experience, this whole thing. Like, if I can give out some advice, like, crazy thing is, like, if you work towards something in life, like, you can get anywhere. I was literally just a little shithead from Florida, you know? (laughs) And, I don't know, I completely did not think this would ever be possible. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. you start meeting the right people, you start putting yourself out there, and then opportunity starts coming, and you just start, you know, being yourself and letting that shit flow. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, we're talking about fucking chris cole and mikey taylor getting off and me and, and yeah. me and Wes coming up and like crazy yeah. it's just so wild man like
2: crazy it probably times. helps that you fucking pump out fucking footage like no other
3: that's yeah, probably got a
0: small <laughs> bit to do with it
3: <laughs> well, i love making parts man i've been working on parts since i was younger that was like my favorite part about skating I know everyone's got their different aspect like there's contest skaters and all this stuff but the art of skateboarding is represented when it's played back with music, and you can mm-hmm. see it like an art form, and it's mm-hmm. fucking badass, man. That's why I do what I do because we get to put out videos, and I get to see other people's videos and get inspired by how they skate. And, and now trick selections are getting crazy, and shit's hitting the roof. Like it's just yeah. yeah, it's a it's a beautiful thing, man. The art of skateboarding is fascinating.
0: Yeah, there's nothing better than seeing the final the final piece when it's all said and done all the tricks are together it's edited the music's there it's the best part
3: it's so good man. that's exactly what and I nowadays
0: do. with all the rough cuts and everything people are seeing what really goes into it right it's yeah.
3: true yeah i like that they, There's the B b-sides and rough cuts now because mm-hmm. i mean those sessions i mean you only show the lands in the part you or a couple of like yeah. gnarly bales but there's a lot of other stuff that goes down
0: mm-hmm. so you put some serious time in the croat is that croatia I don't know. What's how to the, the croat? The croat.
3: I put serious time in the croat. <laughs> well, we call our little squad the croat bus. Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah. <laughs> you put serious time in the croat. Can you tell the people what that is and maybe a funny story about it?
3: Well, the croat bus is when all the boys get together. <laughs> we whip out the speaker, put on a nice instrumental, and let their freestyles just start flowing. Croat bus. <laughs> smoke's pouring out it's fucking nice cold bevs you know how it goes
0: like Cro- a spit a rhyme or two
3: Croat bus
2: <laughs> the Croat bus is that like a the dc one
3: i will not get caught on a show busting a rhyme <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't make
0: sure. hey say the ghost can spit a, can spit a rhyme or two no i can't what? What? i write
2: my shit down <laughs> i ain't a freestyle artist
3: We're always down for freestyle, but we're just a bunch of fried homies trying to go skate and get hyped up to skate a spot. Crow buzz, you know. Okay, that's what's (laughs) up.
0: Ghosts, for the last two weeks, we've been stepping up our shirt game from Brixton, but now it's time to work on the shorts. I'm about to educate you on Brixton's Madrid all-terrain short and toil all-terrain shorts. With functional features, including durable ripstop, two-way stretch, water repellent coating, and mesh pocket bags, Brixton's all-terrain hybrid shorts are multi-purpose and will have us covered for any environment.
2: Wait, D. Jones, hold up. You're telling me it's a hybrid that I can wear wet or dry? Absolutely. It's functional, multi-purpose, that I can use and work in all different environments? Yes, you can reggie you're telling me it's comfortable with the elastic waistband on the madrid short so comfortable you could fall asleep in them and you're telling me the madrid and toil have accessible price points you got it baby oh hell no i'm heading straight to brixton.com at brixton on instagram and at brixton mfg on twitter to get myself some madrid all terrains right now i think you'll look
0: better in the toil b So you spend a lot of time on the road with good friend of the show, Wes Kramer. Can you give us a little road story of you and Wes?
3: Holy shit, alright, I got a fucking perfect road story for (laughs) Had. We're in China. We're at the bank of China, skating this carbon fiber handrail that had like these awesome lights shooting out the bottom. (laughs) Dustin Dolan did kickflip nose slide fakey down it.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 the black one.
3: Sick rail. It's fucking slick. We're, like, just firing it up. Wes is trying to dark slide it. (laughs) And so, like... Of course. Carbon fiber's just, like, shredding off. Yeah. (laughs) Grip tape and carbon fiber. (laughs) It's, like, it's going away. Security guards come out, and they, uh... They're like, what is going on? Like, you guys gotta get out of here. Then they start making, like, these weird claims. Like, yeah, you guys... You guys are, like... You guys need to, like, deal with police and all this stuff. And we're just like, dude, we didn't do anything, like... And the guy was standing like I don't know three feet away from the rail, and Wes board slid it in between the two guys, and the guy acted like he got hit.
0: No, oh no. Because they
3: had like security guards, yeah. had Security footage and stuff like that. The guy acted like he got hit, and then um, we were like, "No, you didn't get hit." Because the filmer was Chris Ray was filming. You know what I mean? And we were like, "Look, he d- he was like <laughs> three feet away from you, dude. Like you're out of your mind." So we go up to the parking lot just to get back in our 24-passenger bus because we had, like, this heavy crew. And they put cones because we're at the Bank of China. You know, there's just like, insane amount of security guards, but they're not actually policemen. Trying to hold us so that the cops can come and, like, we could deal with them, whatever. Probably wouldn't have been an issue. Surround the bus with cones, and, like, I'm sitting in the back with Matt Miller and Wes and Jimmy Asselford. And that was, like, that's, like, the croat bus right there. We're, like, in the back of the crow bus, chilling. We see the cones. We're, like, all right, what are we going to do? Like, this is going to be hectic. Like, where are we going? We're, like, dude, we got to just get off the bus and, like, go skate away. Because, like, we can't deal with this. We got, like, a bunch of shit to do. We're trying to go to a bunch of spots. So we convince all these people to get off the bus and just skate away. <laughs> and we all just are skating away. We're skating from spot to spot in the city of Hong Kong. And um, we eventually make it to this massive plaza at the end of the day. It's like 7 in the evening. We've been skating all day. Like, forgot all about the bus and the bus yeah. driver and all that. We were just stacking clips, doing our thing. <sighs> Shit you not, 30 police officers surround all of us.
2: Damn.
3: <laughs> and there had been a guy from the bank, one of the security guards, that changed his outfit into a civilian's outfit and followed us around all day, waiting wow. for the moment to call the cops. And he f- called the cops on us. And then there we were. Wow. They were like, they were like, you, 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 and you, six of us. And I was one of them. They were like, you're going to jail because you have to take the rap for all these guys. Holy. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. I wasn't even skating. <laughs> 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 I didn't do anything. And they're like, yeah, we got security footage of you skating. I think I tried to board slide it once, and then, <laughs> wow. like, I was on the camera, like, with the board slide. And while this is going on, right at that particular moment, Wes had decided to go to the store to go get some beers. Oh, me. genius. So on his way back, he sees we're surrounded by police officers, and he sits on a bench, cracks a brew, and watches the whole thing go down. Because there's nothing he can really do. He's not just, like, you know, he didn't even know what it was. He yeah. thought it was for the spot we were at now, yeah. you know? And, um, yeah, we're like, whatever, paddy wagon pulls up, psh, six of us go to jail. Oh, we're, like, sitting wow. in the jail like, for, like, 12 hours. Eventually, like, it gets all worked out. We get bailed out. Like, this whole situation happens, and it was just, like, insane. Wes is just kicking back, drinking <laughs> brews.
0: Like, that's amazing. Dude, that's his luck, it seems like, man.
3: But uh, the story ends, like, D.C. APAC paid for our bail. And we each had $1,100 bail. What we had to do was, two weeks later, we had to return to Hong Kong to receive our bail money back. And we couldn't have somebody else do it. Or maybe it was like a week later or something like that. And Wes, being the guy that he is, stayed behind with me. We went, got the bail money back, and then we went back to our home country together. Uh, He didn't leave me behind. Didn't let anything go. He was right there with me what the whole a guy. time.
0: Stuck
2: it out. Yeah. That's amazing. He
3: stuck it out, and he didn't even like go to jail or anything. It was awesome. <laughs>
2: Real one. Yeah. Real <laughs> one. So we, we read an interview, an old interview, where you said if you made it onto the U.S. Olympic squad, you'd show up and wreck the place. The Olympics is getting closer and closer. Is that still the plan? Or have you come around to the idea of skating in the Olympics?
3: Well, I think that interview got out because... I didn't get invited.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he dodged it.
3: My plan was to drop in with a with a a jacket with like a bunch of fireworks in it <laughs> so that the fireworks would go off as I was skating.
2: That sounds fucked, but I'd just okay. Take That'd my
3: line sick. and then fireworks is going off like people would think of skateboarding so radically mm-hmm. and that's like what it is to me yeah. and my friends. It's radical, it's spontaneous. It doesn't have a judge. Somebody could do a five foot five forty on a vert ramp, and somebody else could do a kickflip back noseball on a ledge. Both dope as shit.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Not even comparable. They're trying no, no, no. to. They're trying to put a, a limit for the contest stuff. Like it's all ledges and stairs and rails and like stuff like that. What about like what about an eggplant? Like nobody in the world is gonna see an eggplant. No. <laughs> That's what I want to learn. You know. <laughs> it's
0: like, I think the public is still, like, so confused with what type of skateboarding is going to be in the Olympics, and, like, nobody's got the answer for that, man. Yeah, I have no idea. I would
3: want to see, like, park, if anything. Because I don't know anything about it, whatever. Yeah. I would just hope there would be, like, a downhill section (laughs) or, like, like a death match. Or, or, excuse me, a death race.
0: Like, glory (laughs) challenge. They should let the dime guys... Run the Olympics, yeah, create yeah. the contest for the Olympics. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah,
3: dope. then it'd hey, be, like, be like people would actually see what skating is and mm-hmm. they, you know, see how we represent it.
2: You
0: yeah, know? so some people have successful skate careers and only drop two or three parts. You seem to drop that many parts every year, and they're always barn burners, which puts you in the run for Sodi year after year. Is it a little bit frustrating to you? that you haven't taken home the title yet
3: not at all man that's the last (laughs) thing that i'm worried about i make those parts because i want to make parts and i want a bunch of other people to make parts Mm -hmm. i don't want that aspect of skating to ever die so that's my main focus i appreciate making multiple parts because you can create a hype and you could put out a bunch of different footage from a bunch of different filmers and all these projects of things you've worked on and like It is like my quintessential, I keep talking about it this whole interview, how much I love filming in the streets, but uh, that isn't quantified by trying to get Sodi or trying to be the skater of the year. Yes, there'll always be a skater of the year, and that is one of the highest honors in skateboarding, but... The fact that I haven't got it is even more of an honor because it allows me to push myself and drive myself constantly more and more and more. I have no top, no roof. You know, everything's wide open.
2: The ceiling is the roof, man.
3: <laughs> there is no ceiling right now. I didn't you blew the top qu- off it, man. I didn't get a quintessential like life hammer trophy yet. Mm. You know, I've gotten a lot of awesome, you know, accomplishments with like King of the Road and stuff like that and but I think one of the biggest accomplishments in skateboarding was fucking Jake Phelps Skater of the Year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, like, straight up, like, Skater of the Year is the fucking man. Yeah. Out of all the skateboarders you get called out, like, last year, like, Tyshawn fucking owned that shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was out. I couldn't skate for nine months last year. Crazy. But nobody knows these things, but, like, I didn't even, like, step on my damn skateboard all last year. If I got Skater of the Year, I would have been like, fuck, man.
0: <laughs> it's a tough year to win it, yeah.
3: I want to be, like, charging at the end of the day, just, like, dreaded, like, just completely fucking mangled. And then they give me give it to you. And yeah. you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, I worked my ass <laughs> off for that. Mm-hmm. And it fucking was worth it. And, you know, Kyle's year. Like, do you think of my footage, step to Kyle's? No. I know it's. we were just talking about that with the Olympics. You can't judge skating like that. It's such a free spirited thing every single person chooses which direction to go in you yeah. know mm-hmm. so he doesn't have like but like i thought kyle got one skate of the year he <laughs> like, grinded the gnarliest handrails he put out the sickest footage his photos were the best it's, it's everything you know like which has had let me be in this position right now where i still have no ceiling and i have nothing but the world to charge for you -hmm, know what I mean for sure I don't want to sit back and relax I want to stand up and move
2: well obviously I don't think any skater probably starts the year thinking like I'm going for skater of the year and it's out of your control but it's crazy like every year you're one of the guys that's like seriously in consideration Mm -hmm. obviously maybe it like could creep into your head like oh fuck maybe I'll win it this year but Mm -hmm. yeah I don't think it's like I don't know. Maybe some people have it as a goal, eventually. No, I'm sure yeah, some, I'm sure
0: some people do, but it is a tough one to set at the beginning of the year.
3: It's like a great goal to have, and like I do have that goal. I think that's sick, mm-hmm. you know. But at the same time, like I'm so stoked that that's still a goal, and that you know what I mean. We like, haven't
0: reached it yet. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I got like I'm only 28. Like I'm I'm just getting started, man. Woo. like I believe like the. The human body's potential physically is at like thirty-three to thirty-five. Dude,
0: Jason Dill says your prime is twenty-eight to thirty. Man, damn I was, it! I was living in that for. I but now that we're, at, we're, we're me and the ghost are past that. <laughs> but but you're you're entering the prime, man. But, but
3: yeah, so I mean, like everything is lining up so perfect for me, and like I'm super inspired. Been making a lot of music and skating a lot. Been on a lot of tours mm-hmm. and like. I'm ready to just put out a whole new year's worth of stuff. I got a bunch of footage I've been working on, a bunch of parts.
0: Crazy.
2: You're going to have some stiff competition from your own homie and teammate, Tiago Lemos, man.
3: Yeah. Hell yeah. He's, uh, that, he's, he's that coming, dude's year after
2: coming in hot year after year as well.
3: Tiago Lemos has got to eat. Yeah. That's what he does. He just gets to spots and he's got to eat. He's always hungry. <laughs> <laughs> we always put the shackles on him. When he's not skating, we're like, all right, Tiago. I shackle his ankles <laughs> up and we... Th- Chain him up in a cage, and then he's just ah, <laughs> trying to get out. <laughs> Eventually, we let the sh- open the cage, let the shackles off, and he just eats everything.
0: Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. So, someone like you, whose parts mean so much to them, and they represent like what you love in skating and different periods of time in your skate career. Which of all your parts has been your favorite so far, and why?
3: oh my parts. I don't know. Not not for <laughs> me to judge they're all just like my babies you know you can't love one baby more (laughs) than the other yeah you know that's the kind of what dewey cox said yeah
2: i know but sometimes you get hurt filming a part or something and you feel like you wanted more out of a part like there's got to be one where you're like felt the best to put out over the years hmm. maybe not i don't I don't
3: know i think they all feel good man even the ones that are a little bit more mellow like maybe the song was like super dope or something or like I think looking back on them all, I'm just, like, stoked that I've had the opportunity that I've had to, like, put out and make a lot of stuff, and uh, that's inspired me to where I'm at, just to keep doing it, and, I mean, I don't think I've put out, like, my quintessential part or anything, so I think all that, those are just kind of leading up to, like, I don't know, like you said, 28 to 30, that's your potential, February, I just turned twenty-eight. Like that means like the time is now to make that part.
0: Mm-hmm. Hell you yeah! Know? You make your sight on the part
2: now, dog. What was yeah. the part with um kickflip over the handrail to wall ride?
3: Which one was that? Oh, I think that was in Zygote.
2: Yeah, that that was part was so just far? fucking dude. I don't know. You actually have so many; it's hard to pick. <laughs> but that one definitely stood <laughs> out. The the two kickflip wall rides, front side and backside. Yeah.
3: Now there's a lot to say about like quality too, quantity over quality and all that. Yeah. But I just can't, I can't sit back and let my footage just like not be put in something. You know what <laughs> I mean? I like work hard at those spots, and we have some sick sessions, and like some, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears go into that shit. And like, I don't know, if like it doesn't come out, like I just be bum so i'm like all right well, i got this footage here I got this this didn't get used for this and like just trying to like make it all work uh, and then i always find a way to try to put it all out man, i don't want to sit on one clip ever
2: well you do put out a bunch of uh quantity but you it's also quality
1: yeah
3: thanks man appreciate that man
2: yeah uh, maybe for Sodi, you just gotta fucking be extra patient and save the ultimate bangers for that one part and put it yeah. out in fucking October or whenever. Whatever. The, the, the deadline's the so random. Out, yeah. They always announce it like before the year's actually over.
3: Well, I don't know if I want to go for Sodi. If that happens in my lifetime, beautiful. I'm going to
0: go out does on a and say it's going to happen, man. Beautiful.
2: <laughs> oh, Donald's on wax. He's saying it's going to happen. <laughs> it's
0: going to happen. Yeah. Within his, in guys. his prime years, too. 28 to 30, man.
2: Yeah, that's when your, your brain's on point, too. The trick selection's on point. It's
0: all... It's a perfect marriage,
2: man. (laughs) Sick. Dill knows,
0: man.
3: Dill wouldn't lie. Thank you guys so much for that. And believe it in me. That makes me feel really, really special. Appreciate
2: it. Hey, no doubt, bro. Two years ago, you came through Dime Glory Challenge. We were there. Uh, You were absolutely on one. No man in their sober mind would try that kickflip lip that you tried on the sword of destiny (laughs) or whatever it was called. So what were you on? Because we're trying to purchase that and take our skating to the next level.
3: (laughs) Um, I actually wasn't on anything. I was actually on hype. And I mean, I definitely maybe had a couple beers, but that shit was just lit up, dude. That was like
0: (laughs) the first
3: time we're at Glory Challenge. Like, just crazy helicopters, like, dropping Wade Disarmo off and, like, (laughs) fucking craziest shits going on like i didn't even know what was going on i didn't even know what was happening i was just like hyped and hyped to be a part of it and like especially in this world of all these contests and stuff it's not even about that shit it's just about like a volcano on fire and then everyone <laughs> hucking it or like landing a triple flip down the sixth stair, mm-hmm. or like you know the first one to triple flip the sixth stair, and then like the whole place explodes with confetti or like yeah. <laughs>
2: that. Uh, it's dead. crazy
3: man.
1: <clears throat> but
2: yo but yeah man, do you remember that kick back I, lip attempt? That was the most beast thing probably of the weekend. It wasn't even a landed trick, and it was probably the wildest thing that whole weekend.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just was like getting into those back lips solid, and so I was like, man, I'm gonna go for the kicky back <laughs> lip. If I sack and die in front of everyone, it's on a sword covered in blood like <laughs> fuck yeah, like perfect. And then they had a they had a uh, award for best sack too. So I was like, I can get that too. You know, like, I was like, it's wide open. Like yeah. Anything goes.
2: Dude, that was fucked. I'll never forget that. I think no. the whole arena's jaw dropped at the same time on that. It one. It was insane.
3: Dude, I know everyone's fucking thought I was tripping and shit. Like, dude, I wasn't tripping. Like, if I was tripping, I would have been sitting back watching everyone like kill it. <laughs>
2: hey, what kind of beer was that? Steam whistle
0: i need a I hit dude that. i
3: don't know they had some beer sponsor though I, I don't know it was a long time ago but
0: uh west yeah, yeah. told us that you're a big fan of shotgun and beers man you must have had to shotgun a couple to attempt that dog <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah shotgun and beer is pretty fun man obviously you gotta be in the right place at the right time because but just growing up in florida man like and around high school and all those people going into college and being around college towns it's just so much mayhem with like party vibes. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, I've always been around party vibes. It's like it's super funny, man. Mm-hmm. My sister was taking beer bongs underwater before I could even like walk.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, like, we talked about it a little bit. You had surgery on your foot last year. Are you all healed up now? And how's the big toe these days, man? We heard you lost movement in it.
3: Well, yeah. uh Is she moving a little I bit? Can't- i can't say it's a hundred percent i'd probably say like my skating's at like 65 percent which is kind of cool um there's room to grow Uh, i've been considering getting uh, another surgery on it to get the metal removed Um, might let it move a little differently but at the same time i i had it broken and dislocated for so long that who knows it might just fall back apart Mm -hmm. so i'm like on the fence i'm on the fence about it i got a it's called a liz frank fracture but it's like a small break and a dislocation and um yeah it's pretty common for athletes especially um football players because they wake they wear cleats yeah and soccer players they wear cleats and they put their weight on the balls of their feet trying to like stop something and then their ankle kicks out and then it rips apart your metatarsals uh, huh. yeah and uh, i was on a tour a dc tour a su- super tour speaking of in uh buenos aires and i had my um i had my x-rays down there and they were like oh it's fine just might be sprained give it four weeks and i went eight weeks And I was, like, walking on it every day, you know, skating around, pushing through the streets. I couldn't ollie. Is is it your
2: ollie, your back foot or front foot?
3: It's my back foot, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's my left foot. I'm goofy. And, I don't know, my girl's been studying medicine, and she was like, hey, like, a sprain's, like, four to six weeks. Like, you should probably go get another X-ray and just find out, you know. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, I went back, got the X-ray, with, like, weight distributed on it, because before it was just limp, you know? Right. Put, put weight on it, took another x-ray, and then they saw that it was a Liz Frank fracture. Wow. Damn. And it sounds mellow, but it was 10 months.
0: Jesus. That doesn't sound mellow, though. I don't know why you, st- why well, you think that, well, dog. That sounds crazy. Because
3: cause it's called a fracture. hmm You know, but it's really, like, a dislocation and, like, a small break. Wow. That sucks. It's it's just, like, so weird.
2: The worst is the wasted time, man. Those eight weeks, like, that's the worst part is, like, man, you could have been skating eight weeks sooner.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's true. Everything happens for a reason, man. I I had some really cool life checks during that period, which have led me to new friendships and new locations around the planet. So I can't, like, can't complain about it. Everything kind of works out the way it should. Nice.
2: So yeah. now you've got to just decide if you're going to get the second surgery to have the plates removed.
3: Yeah. yeah. A lot of people say they've gotten the plates removed, and it helped. Uh, Ryan Sheckler had the same um, injury, as well as Corey Duffel and Jake Donnelly and a handful of others. And um, everyone who said that they've gotten the plates removed, it's been working better for them. Um, I mean, when it gets really cold out, if I'm... Uh, camping and stuff like that or i'm in a location where it's cold like man it just aches like arthritis is real you Mm -hmm. know yeah it'll put it'll put me out put pain all the way up my legs it's like insane but um yeah well we'll see how the see what the road the road takes me i mean I, i think it might be a good idea to get it taken out and as well i think it's a good idea to keep it so i'm like on the fence all crazy but what do you what do you guys think i should do
2: Fuck man, we ain't doctors, but whatever the most, whatever the best results were, like from the people that you talk to, I would just trust them, I guess. Yeah, that's a big decision, man.
3: Yeah, I've been getting a lot of uh, a lot of feedback from a bunch of different people because it's definitely a big decision, you know. Mm-hmm. But the cool part about it is it's only two months recovery okay. oh, after this surgery. That's not as bad. Yeah. no 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 i mean i would definitely keep it in if it was eight months yeah. <laughs> and, uh, ten months again you know
1: yeah
3: but yeah right now it's like two months like if i got a break or maybe in the winter time or something like that
2: mm-hmm. can you switch flip right now
3: i could switch flip. i could skate pretty solid pushing's the only thing that's a little weird because i like pretty i push pretty aggressively sometimes and like then like landing like impact yeah. impact's pretty hectic Or if your board hits you on top of the foot, there's only like a small little piece of uh, skin between the metal and then the metal on your board. Uh, There's some weird ones, man. It's like, but dude, I'm just lucky that I can even skate. Like, I could have been taken out forever. I've hit my heads multiple times and that could have paralyzed me, you know? Like, like I'm fucking, I'm just lucky I still got like awareness and I still got a body (laughs) and. I'm ready, you know, I'm ready to hit the streets. ready for my prime.
2: (laughs) Hey, whatever decision you make, hope it works out
0: good and you're back to 100%. Perfect. It's contest time again, brought to you by the greatest sunglass and watch company in the world, CHPO. It's summer outside, everybody needs their sunglasses, head over to chpobrand.com and get yours or... You can do it through the bump, baby. It's time for a big contest. What do you say, man? Two weeks this time?
2: Let's give the people two weeks and let's get them two fat
0: boxes. Two fat boxes, baby. It's summer, it's beautiful outside, no matter where you are. So we want everybody off their couch for this one, man. (laughs) Let's
2: get into the skate park or streets if you want and let's make it pop. Me and Donald are gonna select one trick each and we want entries from everyone doing Those tricks, you can do one or both, and we're gonna pick our favorite one in two weeks, and the winner of each different trick, whoever does our favorite, gets that fatty box.
0: Two boxes, baby. You got two weeks to do the tricks. It's easy, man. I'm going front blunt shove on a flat bar, baby.
2: So, if they do it on a ledge or anything, is that fine too? Just front blunt shove, period?
0: No, on a flat bar, you Uh heard me.
2: No handrails?
0: No handrails, sure, we on a rail. Front blunt shove a rail, dog.
2: Okay, respect, respect. I would like to see that on a ledge, but you're the boss. For my trick, yo, I want a fakie 5-0, but you can do it on anything. All right. Handrail, hubba, ledge, you know what I'm saying? You definitely won't get extra points from me if it's nice and balanced on a ledge. If it's overcrooked on a rail, you know, well, that's pretty much the only way to do it. But yeah, fakie 5-0 and front blunt shove. Let's see what the people got up their sleeves.
0: We trying to bless the people with diamonds on their wrists and hater blockers over their eyes. And this is how we do it, man. Two tricks from blunt shove, fakey5-o. Post it to your Instagram, tag at CHPO brand and at the Bunt Live. It's the only way to win, baby.
2: D Jones, you was looking real steezy with your Amy sunglasses lurking the slot message board, my dude.
0: Yeah, the people want to come at us, but with chpobrand.com, I can't see any of them, baby. (laughs) You've traveled the
2: world. You've been exposed to all types of food. What's the gnarliest thing
3: you've eaten? Wow, that's an awesome question, man. Um, Gnarliest thing, hands down, I've ever eaten was this spice from China. It isn't a spice that is hot like it's not habanero or like pepper hot it's like it's like numbs your mouth and then you then you swallow (laughs) it and it numbs your the entire inside all the way into your stomach and you you feel your stomach is numb it's like the weirdest thing ever i don't know what it's called but it was in like you know just a bowl of noodles and he's like spice spice and I'm like hell yeah i want spice (laughs) hook it up cooked with some like hectic chinese water and shit too like (laughs) oh yeah he puts this shit on there and fucking i couldn't taste anything i I was drooling all over the place my sinuses were just destroyed snot's coming out every fucking hole it was like so (laughs) crazy man yeah that that was
2: pretty funny. I was gonna say that sounds pretty cool. I'd like to try it, but Until that last part, part yeah. kind of turned serious,
3: dude. It was like chill at first, and then like everything just was like, I can only like move everything. I couldn't yeah. feel anything. <laughs> what?
0: That's crazy. Like a dentist trip from hell. Serious.
2: What was worse, that or uh, drinking out of the gutter? <laughs> and wait, right, was that what Wes said? I think so. You drank yeah. out of the gutter in Australia or something.
3: Oh, yeah, that was mellow. (laughs) Every time, every once in a while, you need a good gutter rip to rev you up, you know what I mean?
2: Oh, God.
3: (laughs) Just take a fucking handful and just slurp it out.
2: Okay, so gutter, more mellow than spice that numbs your whole body.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd put gutter water in my my canteen for the day.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God, Uh, you're playing with fire here, man.
3: Hey, my immune system's fire. It sounds like it has to be, man. <laughs> Just <burns. laughs> You ain't
2: getting worms out there?
3: Haven't got any worms yet. So far, so good. <laughs> but I ate a lot of gross-ass shit because of fucking King of the Road. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, speaking of Australia, we heard you recently got your first tattoo on a trip down under. What made you finally get a tattoo, and what was it, man?
3: Yeah. Yeah, i always been hyped on tats, but never got one. Um fucking 28 years old never too late so i was like s- sleeping all the homies went out grant taylor figgy colin provost russell grundy Wes kramer we're all in like the same room like this apartment room and we had a tattoo gun like they were revving up like jelly sharks mm-hmm. which is a shark that or it's yeah it's a shark that stings you and then eats you <laughs> <laughs> the jelly shark and then a changuin and it's like, the, they call them bin chicken. It's like the, it's an ibis, is the name of the bird. But they're called changwins. That's what, quote unquote, Jake Phelps. <laughs> Look at all those changwins. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, they, they're hyping it up. Grant comes back from the bar and he's like, hey, Russell, let me get a tattoo. And I like kind of wake up. I'm like, What's up? What are you guys doing? And, Russell's, like, writing something, and he's like, ah, oh, no, 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 I don't want that, and he was just all faded, he's like, I want, I want the star head body, I want a star head body tattoo, just, like, joking around, because I draw, like, a star, like, a satellite head with, like, a t-shirt and a music note, it's mm-hmm. kind of like right. one of my, one of my tags sometimes when we're out, like, doing graffiti or whatever, just being shitheads, and, um, fucking, I was like, I was like, all right, I'll give you a tattoo, like, I gave him a starhead body on his thigh. He's like, alright, tight, every time I fucking take a shit, I'm gonna see Star Head Body. <laughs> he was like he's oh. like revving it up so hard. And Russell starts putting away the gun and stuff like that and um, eventually eventually I was like, alright, alright, I gotta give my first hat and then get my first hat. And I'd been like waiting for a long time. I wanted my lady to give me a tattoo first. But I kind of just charged it. I was like, ah, fuck it. I was like, Grant Taylor's one of my favorite pros. Like, <laughs> Haley will give me a tie eventually. Like, charged it and he drew. They started. They started drawing on a piece of paper like Barb Planet. I was like, let me get a planet or something or like some space something. Like, really fascinated with space. Like, please. They started like drawing like the Earth surrounded by Bob Bob wire like it was its rings. Oh, that's kind <laughs> of dope. <laughs> <laughs> i was like no way dude i'm not getting fucking barb planet <laughs> like no fucking way am i getting barb planet dude like hell no and then i was like draw something else i was like what do you draw like what do you tag if you have to draw like a piece of art because i i drew my like art tag or whatever he's like oh ozzy dog and he drew his dog on a skateboard
0: that's <laughs> and
3: dope so that's what well, he tattooed it on my ankle and um no, he's o- sick. And there's sick. Aussie dogs skating along. He just like grabs the gun, dips it in ink, and just like charges it. Oh <laughs> like, my! It, it it's so hairball. Like for a first tattoo, so funny.
1: So,
0: hotel tattoos, <laughs> man. Like, I Love, tattoos, it. Man. love yeah. it.
3: And then eventually that led to my lady giving me a tattoo, a stick and poke on my ribs. Oh, sick. Got a little triangle.
0: Now you got two i got three actually oh, so where's the last one
3: the last one is an all-time man i uh i was staying over at thomas campbell's house on the way to his uh new premiere film yield destruction and uh, he's an artist that had been an advocate with element forever we became really good friends um through cole matthews and same with nathaniel russell um but thomas i was over his house and Nick Garcia and his wife Becky had a stick and poke kit. Uh oh. And I was like, I was like, yeah, Thomas, I'm gonna, i a tattoo. And he's like, Nah, man, I never, <laughs> I never given a tattoo. And I never will. And we convinced him to give me a tattoo <laughs> on my other ankle. And um, yeah, now I got three tattoos. And he, he said he would. He said he thinks he he'll never give a tattoo again. It was probably the, the worst decision of his life. <laughs> that's sick but yeah it looks that one looks super sick three oh, hours oh shit that one's oh, dope he, that's three a hours stick and
0: poke yeah dude he must have been working on that
3: yeah it was like three hours I was just laying there and then eventually got into it and he's like alright I'm gonna make you bleed and I'm dude. just like
2: ah <laughs> <laughs> hey man you got the tattoo bug like my man Don over here he just got three yeah, in I the last few months yeah got three
0: new
3: ones sick now I don't have the crazy crazy bug but I just wanted to feel balanced like I need, like, one more on this side. Yeah. Because I got, like, one on both ankles, and then I got, like, one on my ribs. Like, I need Mm -hmm. one on the other side of my ribs.
2: You got to get a big one, dog. Just get, like, a big one that says the bunt. Yeah.
0: We'll send you a graphic. I have been super
3: (laughs) fascinated with uh, the golden record. We watched a documentary about it, too. And it has this artwork on it. It's, like, a male form, a female form, and then, like, our position in the solar system and how to get to it. And it's just like a bunch of lines. Like, dude, like that would be the most ultimate tattoo. Like, crazy. mankind itself and our position in the solar system. You know, like, it would just be perfect. Like,
2: That'd be dope. And then you kick flipping over the whole thing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Me just whittling my way through, trying to spread some love and meet some good people. Because yeah. this, yeah. this planet's full of them, you know? Oh, yeah.
2: So, yo, what's next for Evan Smith, man?
3: What do I got? I'm going to New York, that's going to be sick. The rest of the year is just like haywire, dude. I'm going to finish these parts. I'm going to finish this full length Starhead Body album that I've been working on, as well as like four other albums are going to come out this year. I got stacks of Super 8 that I got to get developed. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to keep perfecting my craft and trying to you know, venture out, see the planet find some new spots that would just be like blow my mind getting some new stuff would just be like perfect
2: that's what's up yeah one more quick question actually are you a trickless guy or do you just go to spots and figure it out on the fly what's your process with that
3: yeah there's people that do that (laughs) that's a real
0: thing there's tons of people that do that no i do
3: not make (laughs) trick lists and yeah the spot kind of determines what trick that i could do or the session or the day or my vibe, my happiness, my anger, all that just kind of gets thrown into my skating, you know? If I'm upset and I'm trying to skate, like I skate completely different than when I'm like super happy and I'm skating. And I'm sure that's for everyone. That's just like daily life for me, skating. But you know, everyone else has their, you know, off days and their on days. And I think that's more my like thing It's just like how, how I'm feeling. You know, it doesn't really matter about the spot itself. Like, if I'm juice, like, try to come up with some random ass shit for the spot. Or like, I've kind of been like, I've been kind of watching skateboarding and seeing it grow in these two directions. Like, right now, there's just like gnarly concrete movement going down, and then there's this other side of it that's like a gnarly handrail movement going down. And it's like, I don't, I don't really yeah. fall so heavily in either one of those. I'm kind of like. In between, I've been trying to find this new, like, force within me to, like, charge. And me and Frank Gerwer and Peter Hewitt, we had a conversation. And they were like, nah, man, you got to open up the drawer of skateboarding. Pull the whole thing off the little tracks. Pull it out. Just dump it on the floor. (laughs) And then stick your hand in the drawer hole. And then you'll find a little (laughs) spot in the back. That's what you got to (laughs) reveal. And, like, ever since that conversation, I've just been like, Skateboarding is art Like Skating is art yeah. The body moves Dope And it can fly And it can go really far And it can grind really long So That's led me to skating more rails That's led me to skating bigger concrete That's led me to Finding some quirky ass shit
2: Hey, You are getting hesh in that last part man I gapped a board slide
3: <laughs> Does that hesh?
2: The, the, oh, that was dope the as fuck The first one was man.
3: so airball I like hit the
0: flat, <laughs> yeah, and jump down to the bottom. <laughs> yeah.
2: no, that was that was respect. I was going way too yeah, slow. I ain't gonna lie I though. Going way too slow. I, I, I wrote I wrote many trick lists in class back in the day, man. But no more, man. It's a, they just let you down in the end <laughs> when you fucking. But
0: sometimes you would make them for like Shred Central, the the indoor skate park that we used to. Oh uh, yeah, that's understandable. Which makes sense. That's understandable. Yeah, tricks, that's understandable. you, know, yeah, like yeah. you want to learn sometimes some new you're tricks like at yeah. home. Yeah, you you see tricks you want to do and then you get to the skate park and you forget. So like for a skate park, a reason. Yeah. But you know how it is in high school totally i know exactly how it is in high school in right.
2: high school when you're yeah. just thinking about skating in class you got a pen and day. paper in front of you all yeah. day yeah. You're like Yo, i ain't trying to listen to this bullshit so like, I'm gonna come up with let some me tr- think of some spots, spots downtown and, tricks. and write some shit <laughs> exactly yeah. no,
3: i definitely like have my list of things that i still want to do but it's just in my head you know like i'm just waiting for the spot mm-hmm. to like show up for like the maneuver you know, no, what for mean? sure. Like. I yeah. But like, yeah, I know exactly what it's like, dude. Like, being a fan of skating, it's like, it's insane. Dude, skating is insane. I love skateboarding, man. I love talking about it. Like, <laughs> hey, ditto.
2: Yo, it's rapid fire with the ghost, and this week we brought to you by Real Skateboards. In case you've been living under a rock and missed it again, Real Skateboards popped another bottle of champagne and turned their newest new pro, Jack Olsen, pro again. His newest new Good Guys Pro board, 8.5, full shape, is hitting skate shops now. Congrats again, Jack. (laughs) You're pro. Maybe it'll happen again, who knows. Heading soon to skate shops like Eastern Border in Nashua, 35 North in Seattle, and Grip Tape Store in Malaga, you know where to go. Get your Jack Olsen Pro Board ASAP. You heard? <laughs> All right, Evan. Rapid fire. Let's get it, B. All right. Favorite skater?
3: <sighs> Kenny Anderson.
2: Favorite video?
3: Sight unseen.
2: Favorite video part?
3: Danny Montoya, One Step Beyond. Sick.
2: <sighs> Nolly Hill, back nose blunt. Yep. Favorite style? Figgy. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate?
3: grant taylor
2: most talented skateboarder on planet earth
3: grant taylor
2: (laughs) (laughs) favorite trick
0: front side ollie
2: hardest trick for you
0: inward heel flip i tried one today that's it is actually impossible
3: (laughs) (laughs) most illegal trick crooked grind to backside lip slide to am shuffle
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is Am Shuffle when you like body varial when you to do, like do the Andrew
3: Pot front board to lip slide? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh my god, I've never seen that. I <laughs> but hope I you got to do it.
3: the crook back lip, which is the original. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The original <laughs> amp Shuffle. So they're both it's Holy a combo fuck. package: crook back lip, Am Shuffle. Two of the
2: worst tricks ever in one. Yeah. Favorite clip you've ever gotten?
3: This bump to ledge. I actually threw it away in like a real street part, and it went by really fast. I did a switch heel front fiveo on a on a ledge. In Long Beach, like out of a, a curb cut onto like this thing,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and uh, I yeah, don't know. I
2: just gotta find that.
3: I should have kept it for a video part instead of throwing out for X Games. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna reuse that shit. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
2: What's the gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed?
3: I seen Nija do some pretty gnarly stuff. Nose blunted and front blunted this 18 stair first try. Oh, and, and that was hands damn. hands down like just the gnarliest shit. Like. Fucking, he's out of his goddamn mind.
2: What's the best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film?
3: Uh, Benihana fifty-fifty flat ledge.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What's the one trick that got away?
3: Backside 360 nose grab to nose grind fakie.
2: Damn, like on a quarter pipe? Yeah. Wow. Hectic. What's the last new trick you learned?
3: Switch sabu flip.
2: Uh, What's a sabu flip again?
3: It's like a ghetto bird.
2: Oh. Oh, shit. What's your dream job after skating?
3: To be a musician.
2: Favorite local brand?
3: Plus skate shop.
2: Favorite local skater?
3: Burt Wooten. Now goes by Rob Wooten.
2: Favorite teammate ever? Wes Kramer. Worst teammate ever?
3: Greg Myers.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Worst company?
3: Well, United Airlines is like the top hated airline.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Worst trend?
3: Tight pants.
2: (laughs) Worst style? (laughs) Myself. (laughs) Oh, soft.
3: (laughs) Soft shot.
2: Last person you want on the sesh?
3: The fucking police. (laughs) Fuck the police.
2: (laughs) Yo, they're just trying to make ends meet, man. You positive ass.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but they stop us from skating. Uh, but you're right they just kind of make ends meet
2: they kind of protect
3: everyone if I had kids I'd be really appreciative of them
0: <laughs> hell yeah alright All right, y'all that's gonna wrap up our interview with Evan Evan man thank you dog the shots fired we not as harsh as some others but we love you all the same my dog <laughs> man it
3: was a pleasure being on your show pleasure to meet you guys you guys are some real ass dudes i hope i can catch you on a session out in the streets man
0: hey for sure let's do it dog all
3: right mad love yeah. Yeah.
0: Welcome back to the Post Office, brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And this week, it's all about the Stance Socks Mortal Kombat collab. They got the Scorpion Socks, Sub-Zero Socks, and the classic Finish Him Socks. It's only a matter of time before they're all gone, so don't sleep. Head down to your local skate shop and get yours before it's too late. It's time to crack open some emails. Let's get to it. You've got mail. All right, first up, we got an email from
2: Christian Morgan. This one almost got lost in the shuffle. My bad on the late response, Christian. What up, boys? Sad to hear that season eight is coming to an end, but goddamn, what an epic barn burner of a season it was. Thanks for giving me something to listen to as I waste away inside my cubicle. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) I know that bringing companies back from the dead is typically a kooky thing to do, but if you could see one company be brought back and restored to its former glory, what would it be? Shorties. TSA brand. That was a crazy lineup. This next question doesn't have anything to do with skateboarding or sports, so feel free to skip over it. Based on last week's episode and a few other previous episodes, I think it's safe to assume you guys are fans of Game of Thrones. That being said, who do you want to see sitting on the Iron Throne? But who do you think will end up on the Iron Throne? Looking forward to season nine. Keep killing it!
0: Damn, big shouts, Christian! Thanks for the email. Sorry for the late response. Game of Thrones, man, we are not skipping this one. We both love Game of Thrones. Watch every goddamn episode, and uh, we both, I think, had a different opinion on the ending.
2: Yeah, you're. I guess, you were less butt hurt. You know, we dedicated fucking nine years to that show and uh season eight was just an absolute disgrace and just horrible just left so many things unfinished untied I was so bummed I wanted uh I would have been cool with Daenerys on the throne I would have been cool with Jon Snow or them having the throne together I would have been cool with Sansa on the throne Uh, basically anyone but Bran Bran was so shit like yeah, he this man's talking shit. about how he doesn't have the urges of men anymore, or something, or he can't even rule Winterfell because he's not of this world, or whatever the fuck he said. And then all of a sudden he's the king of everything, and they rehumanize him. That's what I hated in the last episode. They rehumanize him one before he was this like borderline mute fucking weirdo, and Holy then all, and shit. then and then all of a sudden he's king, and now he's smiling and he's more talkative and shit, man. Uh, I could go on for hours, but Donald, what do you what do you
0: think? It is what it is, man. It's a TV show that we don't get to choose the ending. I was just happy it was something unpredictable. Like, everyone thought it was going to be... Daenerys? Yeah, Daenerys. And then everyone's like, if it's not her, I hope it's Jon. I was just hyped that it was something no one predicted. And when a show kind of leaves you in, with that feeling, like you didn't get what you want, it's different, man. I liked it. No, there's...
2: I feel you. I, I like that with movies and shit, but... This was so far from what anyone wanted that it was whack. I read an article where like the the writers were just over it. HBO wanted to give them more money and keep the show going, but they wanted to move on to Star Trek movies and shit. And so they were just like, "Yo, we're fucking wrapping this up." And apparently, like, there's so much online guessing and theories that where people guessed the actual ending that they got shook and like ended up changing it and making it oh, worse. they didn't want to be, yeah. Yeah, uh, but can I just say? Cersei, one of the greatest villains in TV history. What a disgraceful way to go out. Of yeah. all the ways she could have died, like, she fought... A rock like, pile? A rock pile. <laughs> and then and then when Tyrion finds them, it, just, it seems like if they stood, like, 15 feet to the right, they would have survived. survived. Like, fuck out of here with that shit.
0: It was rushed. It had a feeling of being rushed. Yeah. And then...
2: Like, that white horse ended up meaning nothing that comes in and saves, like, Arya. Yo, how that Aria? guy
0: survive? How did that horse survive?
2: Yeah, like, there's so many little things that when you think back, you're like, oh, this is going to lead to some epic shit, and it just went nowhere. And one thing that really pissed me off was I don't mind Jon Snow going north, but how are you going to banish him back to the wall? After he just saved the world. There's no wall, though.
0: I thought the walls burnt down anyways. yeah. yeah, yeah. What the well, fuck are they going up there?
2: Sam no, for? but he's but he's back in the Night's Watch. and then But I just didn't understand how Grey Worm had so much power. Like, yo, your army's dust. Your queen just got killed. But for some reason... You're leaving, too. Aren't there's you? an army outside of King's Landing ready to fuck up Grey Worm. But the guy who just saved the world twice in, like, a month is getting banished back to the wall. Like, all right, yo, let's get back to skating and sports, man.
0: I'm getting cheese just remembering that shit. Yeah, you weren't too happy that day. That's for sure. All right, next up, we got an email from Travis Orton. Yo, fellas, what were your thoughts of Giannis's MVP speech? Kind of hard not to love the guy in his story. Any prediction on who takes the East this coming year if you guys lose the claw? Looks like the Bucks are going to be able to keep most of their team, but that could all change by the time you read this also what's your go-to fantasy apps and podcasts just so i know what not to listen to coming for that w i think travis is starting this fantasy football trash talk a little early huh
2: i like it i like it and i can't wait to smash travis i'm predicting in week three Giannis's mvp speech uh that was amazing felt for him i mean anyone who's a big fan of the nba knows his story by now this man literally came from nothing Brought his family over. It was like when he started talking about his dad, who passed away two years ago. I'm sure everyone watching got a little choked up. Hmm. Couldn't be happier for him. You know, I think I don't even remember who we said we thought was MVP.
0: It was between him and Harden. Yeah,
2: but I don't remember who either of us picked. But I know that when it came time, I think I picked Paul George. (laughs) I know that when it came time to pick, uh, or sorry, when it came time for the actual award. I was on team Giannis all day. Harden didn't even show up. And that thirty-six because points they per know. game.
0: He's not he knows he's not gonna win.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. But that thirty six points per game, man, as historic as it was, I know it's a regular season award, but the playoffs just turned me off Harden so much, man. Yeah, was every a regular year it season seems award like, and
0: I still think James Harden should have won the MVP. Yeah, to take this them out always. of like 11 to the playoffs. Sure, it's like if you're go- choosing between the two of them, then you would go Giannis after the playoffs. That's great. But I think what we all learned from this week with both award ceremonies, the NBA and the NHL, they need to change, man. Yeah. yeah why am I watching an award for Giannis 2 months late when the board man fucking Bro, the Giannis, board man finished them?
2: Giannis brought that team together and they all played for each other. Never heard of any beef and Harden Bro, it's got like all that leaking shit of him and Chris Paul beefing. I don't blame Chris Paul. I know he's a headache everywhere
0: he goes too, but come on, man. And now they talk about bringing Jimmy Butler over there. So our go-to fantasy apps, obviously fantasy pros, little rankings here and there. And then as far as the podcast, we both listen to fantasy footballers pretty regularly, but dude. It's just about watching games yourself, We're, man. It's about the eye the eye test, man. We are the fantasy footballers, technically. <laughs> Why I just make my own opinion and go with it, man. And after winning a big time championship last season, I believe in that even more. You don't need anybody to tell you what's going on. Watch the games, look at the numbers yourself. Save as a numbers guy. He does all his own research. I respect that. You can too, man. You don't need someone to tell you that Ezekiel Elliott's a good running back. Oh, that's that's for damn sure
2: i mean but football I'll, i will say it's fucking there's so many more players that apps and shit like that will help much more and that's what you're talking about basketball that one's 100 percent. if you watch the games you're good to go and these fucking uh, fantasy apps these days like make it way too easy mm-hmm. with the uh, with the suggestions on on like weekly pickups and yeah. shit like i kind of miss what like five years ago when we would actually have to fucking... Go find the guy. Go find the guy. Now they're all served to you on a platter. But either way, Travis, none of our advice is, is going to help because we going to crush your ass. Really ain't looking good for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next up, we got a voice note
3: from Paul Duncan. What up, bunt? It's Paul again from Montgomery, Alabama. Um, coming at you live here from Montgomery, Alabama. Um, I was just trying to get y'all's insight on this fucking... Drake during the NBA Finals and shit, fucking walking around the court, jumping around like he's a fucking, I don't know what, dude, but, I mean, he's out there trying to get chips and dips and salsa and guacamole and fucking tacos and it is, dude. And does he not realize he's at the wrong place? Tell me what y'all think about it, Bunt.
0: Bye. First of all, Paul, it sounds like you're in the car driving... You got your blinker on, man. Maybe next (laughs) time pull over to the side (laughs) of the road before you try to come at the man's with the chips with the dip, dog. Drizzy beat the Milwaukee Bucks by himself. Shout out, Drake. Do your damn thing. I'm cool with whatever you want to do, man. Go to the Mexican restaurant, order whatever. Huevos Rancheros, burrito, enchiladas. We already got the chip, man. That's
2: one side of the bun's opinion paul you're my guy first of all that was one of the best voice notes we've ever gotten legendary thank you for that and uh i'm more on your side i don't really fuck with drake at all but i will say i was hyped when he got in milwaukee's head and they got the coaches complaining about him and the nba had to like ask him to not go to the road games in the finals but yeah he's a clown he's a kook uh but I guess if it wasn't Toronto and he was doing that, I would be hating harder, but we won the championship and it all worked out, so I can't hate too hard, but uh, yo, keep those voice notes coming. Be you a legend and, and drive
0: safe, you heard? Yeah, man. Get off your cell phone for one sec, man. Go <laughs> over to the buntlive.com and record your voice note there, you dig? <laughs> all right, next up, we got an email from John Metz. Having you guys back for another season is like having a friend with a real World War II flamethrower for 4th of July here in America. Just want to say congrats to the Raptors. I'm sure you are all celebrating still, and you should be, but it leads me to my question. When does too much celebration turn you into burnt toast? Right now, I'm looking at Jeremy Rogers and Jerry Gurney, former Blood Wizard dude, as the current kings of being in the toaster too long. Of all time, who is the skater you would give the Burnt Toast Life Achievement Award to? We love the bunt here in Idaho, and you guys should go check out Croatia. Totes, Potato John. From Croatia
2: to Idaho, man. That's a huge leap, but uh, hopefully we'll check out both before it's all
0: said and done. Before we're fucking Burnt Toast, man. (laughs) How many seasons until we're Burnt Toast, Ghost? Shit, uh, 27. (laughs) So... Who do we think should receive the Burnt Toast Life Achievement Award? I don't want this to be like uh, a negative thing. You can be burnt toast and it just means you've lived life to the fullest and you got some stories to tell the grandkids when they come, man. So for that reason, I'm going to give the Burnt Toast Life Achievement Award to Dustin Dolan because we want to get him on the show and we want to hear some of those stories, man. Yeah, real shit. I'm going to go with uh, Greg Myers. He toasted himself.
2: The toaster was on a little too long. (laughs) and uh,
0: Maybe he stuck a fork in it.
2: He popped out fucking catching charges and never to be heard from in skating again. (laughs) (laughs) Goddamn. Next up, we got an email from the one, the only,
1: Feedback Ted. What's up, Bunt? Long-time listener, one-time guest, and reigning Margarita King here, Ted Barrow. Love the pod, great new season. Dude, what's up with these pros that you interview always saying that they aren't really into sports? Like, really? You're a pro athlete and you aren't familiar with all other professional athletes and their sports? What exactly were you doing for the last 25 years that got you in the hot seat and now you can't come correct with an answer? What good are your preternatural talents on a skateboard for if you don't do your due diligence and come locked and loaded with an anecdote describing the thrill you felt when a fellow professional athlete performed a victorious scoring maneuver in a sport that you weren't directly involved in? You're a professional athlete, dude. Do some research before you get to Studio E, my dudes. Anyway, um, I was never really into sports in high school because all the dudes that played football were total dicks. I'm sure there's a question in here somewhere, so, uh, you know make it pop
0: ted our dog always love it when you pop up in the post office and love it even more when it's a voice note we miss you margarita king we getting back to new york sooner than later august baby august okay let's put a date on it and make it official we get what you're saying it happens quite a lot skaters come on here and they don't have a favorite sports moment but it's understandable. You're so locked into skating sometimes. We, even we got friends that don't really watch sports. But usually we can we can pull one sports moment out of them. Yeah, but it, it is such a classic line that, oh, I'm not a sports
2: guy. But hey, can't blame them. You know, we're just, we're proud jocks over here. But we don't expect it from every skater out there.
0: No, but when you get ones like Grant Patterson with his dad breaking his toe, kicking the boards. <laughs> Or Tori Goodall with the soccer player sniffing the line of Coke on the grass. It makes it all worth it, man. All right, y'all, that's going to wrap up the post office for this week. Keep sending your emails into buntlive at gmail.com. And now you can even head over to the BuntLive.com, Fire up your post office question right there. Even record your own voice note. We plan to hear lots from the people in Season 9. welcome everybody to your favorite sports segment the rundown the skateboard world source for sports it is the long weekend up here in canada so we are recording on a sunday so we can enjoy our monday off ain't that right ghost reggie we gotta take monday off Our brains are going to be
2: exploded from how the NBA is going to be flipped upside down. We're going to just need to sit back and and sip a margarita and cheers to Ted.
0: So here in Toronto, it is four o'clock on Sunday afternoon, and we are going to predict where every free agent is going to land.
2: Not every, there's like 40 of them. Well,
0: where all the big ones are going to land, we're we're going to check our sports knowledge once and for all, because by the time this comes out, you're going to have most of the answers.
2: I'm going to talk with bare confidence like I know what I'm talking about so it's even funnier when we're wrong on
0: 70% of these we got to hit at least one right if I can get one right I'm hyped so we're not talking where we want them to land like we've done before where we think's a good spot for them like we've done before final answer I just want to know where they're going and we're starting with the claw for me
2: I always trust Jalen Rose and he's been saying for a while the claw is staying. I don't care about all these conflicting reports. It's where I want him to go
0: and where I believe he will go. Kawhi stays in Toronto. I agree. Kawhi stays in Toronto. Masayu Jury has pledged allegiance to the North and that was <laughs> always a big factor. He's the man who built the championship roster already. He's not scared to make moves. He could do it again. Kawhi stays in Toronto. Next up, kevin
2: durant that's the hardest one that i still have no idea he's gonna pick tonight and i'm saying he stays with the warriors on some sort of
0: sign and trade thing and hopefully they have a year to convince him to stay again my thoughts kevin durant has wanted this for a long time he's going to the new york knicks done deal
2: that's what jalen rose said too it's hard to go against him but that extra money, man. That fifth year. When he I got feel like when we get
0: into this weird two weeks before free agency, we're overloaded with information and we forget what we've, Thought the opinions we've created for yeah. this whole process. And now everybody is just going crazy. I'm gonna stick with the Knicks. Next up, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie's going to
2: Brooklyn, but it depends what KD does. If KD <laughs> stays in Golden State, Kyrie's going to the Lakers. If KD leaves, Kyrie's going wherever KD goes. I don't know where that is, but that's what I think.
0: Definitive answer?
2: Definitive answer is he's playing with Durant, but if Durant stays in Golden State, he's going to the Lakers.
0: I say Kyrie is going to go to the Knicks with KD, man. Next up, Kemba Walker. I think we already know the answer to this one. Boston, done deal. Boston. Agreed to four years, 140 mil, I believe. 141. (laughs) <laughs> Next up, Jimmy Butler. Yo,
2: Jimmy Buckets, really good friends with Dwayne Wade. I feel like Wade would be hyped for him to carry on the Heat legacy. Um, he'll
0: be courtside at all his games. I can see Jimmy Buckets going to the Heat, man. I agree. Good spot for him. He can join forces with Josh Richardson, Justice Winslow Couple rough and tumble guys Ain't scared to mix it up Maybe he could get something out of Hassan Whiteside I agree, Miami Heat Next up, D'Angelo Russell Oh See, a lot of these It's
2: It depends on if teams strike out So if, if the Lakers Don't get Kyrie Or Kawhi They're going to be hollering at D'Angelo On that four year max, which would be the strangest like chain of events to go back to the team that dusted him for his snapchat but uh i'm gonna say
0: d'angelo to the lakers i like it first of all i'm gonna say that brooklyn is making a big goddamn mistake throwing the disrespect on d'angelo going after kyrie i hope the brooklyn nets strike out because they were finally looking up. They had D'Angelo, nice young core, playing well together. Seemed like he enjoyed his time in Brooklyn. They put a lot of trust back in him. But then to disrespect him and have these rumors of Kyrie coming out almost immediately in free agency. Yeah. If I'm D'Angelo, I'm not looking back. I'm going to go to the Minnesota Timberwolves, baby. Oh, they right. got some money. And they got a good team. <clears throat> Next up, one of the cleanest players who uh, often doesn't get as much attention, Tobias Harris. That's a tough one,
2: and I have no idea where he's going, but I would love to see him
0: on the Pacers. Ooh, that'd be a nice fit for him. Or the Raptors. I'm going to go with the 76ers. They're going to lose Jimmy, but I think holding on to Tobias is in their best interest.
2: Me as well. They traded so much to get him. Uh, They got to keep him or Jimmy. So if one leaves, the other staying, I think.
0: Next up, Al Horford.
2: Dallas Mavericks.
0: Wow, that'd be a hell of a fit with Porzingis and Luka. I'm going to go with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Wouldn't be a bad fit there. but They gotta move hell
2: of money. They'd have to be moving like Steven Adams. Their team I think was top three most expensive rosters last year, possibly the most expensive roster if I remember correctly.
0: Anybody else you wanna add in there?
2: My man uh, Bogdanovich off the Pacers. I heard Utah's looking into him. I think that would be awesome. I really don't want to see some super team, aka the Lakers, go to the finals next year. I would love for a smaller market that's just been drafting well and uh, acquiring players the right way. Make it. And now with Mike Conley, if they get Bogdanovich over there, Mm -hmm. bro, they're going to be nice. They're going to have the depth. They're going to have the defense. They're going to be the real deal, man. Utah next year, I might jump on that wagon.
0: That Mike Conley addition was just... Just a thing of beauty, man. Always been a big Donovan Mitchell fan, and having Rudy Gobert numerous times in fantasy don't hurt either, baby. The Utah Jazz, fun team to watch, getting Mike Conley over there. Just brings a sense of calmness to the backcourt that I think D Mitchell was uh missing in his first couple years. Yeah, Ricky Rubio's not the answer. And we'll wrap this up with two current Golden State Warriors: Clay Thompson he ain't going nowhere is he done deal he's locked up he got him, man 190 over five congrats clay that would have been a travesty if the warriors went and fucked that up man clay one of the best players in the league man can absolutely snap i think when there's too many guys around him but kd really took a lot of shine from clay when kd was not there clay showed you numerous times that he can be that go-to man for sure and the last one Boogie Cousins, baby. Maybe one of the most interesting free agents of all. He's got a lot to prove. for uh, Two years removed from an all-star. Who's it going to be? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, the Warriors can only offer
2: him a 15% increase, and that ain't going to cut it. If you're the New York Knicks and you strike out on KD and Kyrie and shit like that, you offer him a big deal for one year, I la JJ Reddick his first year in Philly. Give the man $20 million or something, $15 million. Get to feature him on offense, and then he gets to prove himself and hopefully get that big contract he's he's been uh, robbed of because of the Achilles.
0: I say he goes to the Boston Celtics, man. I'd like to see him there. That'd
2: be sick, yeah.
0: And you said it. Let's finish one more bonus one. J.J. Redick, baby. Redick, Philly has to keep you him. You got it, yeah. They literally... Integral part of the team. Yeah.
2: There's no space on that floor without him. And uh, this was an awesome segment because literally everything is we have no idea what the fuck we're talking about we're gonna about. find out in a couple hours though we're <laughs> yeah, gonna be going I crazy like
0: everyone on their phones so it's good to draw some definitive answers here rundown
2: next week is gonna be super fun i can't wait
0: we're gonna replay all this oh week. chris
2: middleton staying
0: bucks he should
2: brogdon probably leaving
0: brogdon they they sent him a qualifying offer so we'll see what happens I would like to see if the Lakers do miss on everyone and they use their cap space how we think they should, which is adding a couple quality players, because having the depth really pays off, like we found out this year in the NBA Finals. Brogdon on the Lakers would be very intriguing. Yeah, if I'm
2: if I'm them, but I did hear uh, that there's like players lining up to play for the Lakers that are willing to take minimums. I don't know what quality of players, but... I would rather get me like a Pat Beverly, a Seth Curry, and maybe one guy with some more size and Mm. spread that 32 million,
0: then get Kyrie and then just have no depth whatsoever. Because let me tell you this, there are going to be times during this season where Anthony Davis is unavailable and they will need some depth for damn sure. So let's move over to the NHL just a quick one a little test the ghost knowledge it's free agency in the NHL as well A couple big name free agents one huge one for the Toronto Maple Leafs Mitch Marner The Maple Leafs are already paying big-time bucks to John Tavares and Austin Matthews And fitting Mitch Marner into the cap is a little harder than some Some hoped especially with the re-signing of Kasperi Kapanen to 3.2 over three years and Andreas Janssen which I think we're going to regret this one for a couple years. 3.4 over four years. We got money for Mitch, but there are other teams out there willing to sign offer sheets. Rumors have it that the New York Islanders and Lou Lamorello are coming for him, offering him five years, $13 million per. Whoa. Which they're coming.
2: Whoa. But so, it's a heavy offer for the NHL.
0: So let's get a quick prediction. Ghost, the Nostradamus of the NHL. Where will Mitch Meyer land? <laughs>
2: They making a comeback. It's their year. I'm on the wagon, the New Jersey Devils.
0: Mitch Marner to the Devils? That's our golden child, man. I think Mitch Marner will stay at home. But dude, that would be, that would be insane. (laughs) That's a hell of a call, dog. We also saw a big time trade go down Saturday night. Phil the Thrill Kessel is on the move. Traded from the Pittsburgh Penguins to the Arizona Coyotes, man. How's the golf down there in Arizona?
2: Hey, he's going to be playing a lot of it because they ain't sniffing the playoffs next year. Yeah,
0: tough road for Phil Kessel in the salary cap game. Sometimes this happens, but he, Phil, he Phil got, got his championship. Cups. Yeah, He, got, he two. got two? Goddamn. Yeah, back-to-back back with the pens. He did his thing.
2: Yeah, what's up with uh, the face of the NHL? Is he still that dude
0: who sid or ob sid sid's still that dude it's a it's the salary cap man similar to the problem we have ours is a little worse because we're paying john tavera's austin matthews more than pittsburgh but they have evgeny malkin and sydney crosby on huge huge deals they're gonna have to get renewed within the coming years they had to make a move phil kessel was unfortunately the sacrificial lamb
2: how many years does sid the kid have
0: left and does he win another Stanley Cup. Left in his career? Yeah. Oh, he's got at least five to six. He's only our age. He was born in 87. My age. So he's only 32. He could play till mid-30s, late-30s. And does he win another cup? He will. He's got that in him. And respect. you got to think, like, the people in Pittsburgh, they know what they're doing. They've built championships before. I think they'll be able to do it again. It was almost like they've played so much hockey over the last couple years. There's going to be a couple times when they go out in the playoffs early just because they're exhausted for sure so free agency is upon us we've hopefully given y'all all the right answers <laughs> more so than any other skate podcast can give you we bring you this sports knowledge and we just hope we're right on a couple
2: yeah i take back d'angelo to the lakers i was just that was a panic pick uh, but i still don't even know where the fuck he's going but I don't. Him going to the Lakers with LeBron and AD makes no sense to me. He's too ball dominant. Take as another a guess. Point guard. Another guess.
0: You liked my Minnesota pick.
2: You know it would be funny if he just went next door to the Knicks.
0: Wow. Or if he went to Phoenix.
2: True. They need a point guard down there.
0: Go to Phoenix, man. Heard it's beautiful. You hang out with Phil
2: and Charles Barkley.
0: Boom. All right, y'all. That's gonna wrap up this episode of the Bunt. Thank you all for listening again. Make sure to get your front blunt shoves and your fakey 5 O's going, man. We got watches and sunglasses to give away. CHPO brand. Let's go. Peace, y'all.